Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Yes. 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 You have you just stepped into, into, into the world, world of chaos. chaos. Where everybody, Where everybody goes, goes hard. Tickets cause the game about to start. Because the first time I met you, officially met you, 1986 Glen Falls. Okay, right. Right? Especially year for you guys. You on Paco walking down the hall and you guys say, What's up, Glenn? Good luck on the game later. And, and I turned around, I was like, oh shit. Paco and his dad know my name, like they knew who I was. And, and I was just arriving then, you know what I mean? Like my, my junior year. Yeah. And we was up at Glen Falls. And I think that night we were gonna play Malloy the first night. And always heard about you. Knew who Paco was, but that was my first time seeing you guys together. Alright? So I wanna ask you, who introduced you to the game? I was taught how to play from his name was Don Brinster. That was my outside coach. And he took me from baseball and played basketball during the winter. So he kept our team together. And we always played. We played basketball during the winter, baseball during the summer. And we always won every tournament we played. We, we had that fire. You know, we, we built a fire amongst ourselves to, to, continue, to, to continue playing hard, whether it was baseball or basketball. We always played hard as a team. And we respected one another. He taught us to respect the opponents. Never catch your attitude. Never, we lost very few games. Very few tournaments did we lose, baseball or basketball. But we understood that people can't always win. You can't always win every game. Right. So and that's what I teach in my program, that you're not going to win every game. But at least give 100% effort. Give 100% effort, then I'm, I'm with you. If, you. if you don't give me 100%, I'll take you out. You sit on the bench and think about it. That's right. Well, listen, Ray ha Coach Ray Haskins, he's the godfather of the show. Right. Right? And he told me that you are one of Brooklyn's best baseball players. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is, that, you know, this is something I knew for a couple of years yeah. now. But uh, how did you get started in that? Baseball, I was nine years old. It was the same coach? Well, was the same coach? Yeah, same coach. Okay. But what happened was, Evans Field, was my motivator. Mm. I knew all the Dodgers. I lived 10 minutes away from Ebbsfield. In 1958 is when they moved the Ebbsfield to Los Angeles. 
I sat and cried the whole day when they told me that they would move into Los Angeles. Evans Field was my motivator. I used to go to every game. I sat in the dugout. Pee Wee Reese, Junior Gilliam, Duke Snyder, Bill Hodges, Jackie Robinson, Roy Campanella, Don Newcomb, uh, uh, Carl Perillo, Duke Snyder, all these guys, and it's Sandy Ambrose. All these guys are my heroes. I always wanted to play baseball. I wanted, my motivator was, they had a, a game before the, before the original game. It was called Happy Felton in right field. And you were on TV, and they play Pepper, and, and I couldn't wait to get on that on that show. So I, I was a mo that was my motivation. I played in Yankee Stadium and Shea Stadium wow. in 1965. We won the uh, city championship in baseball and basketball at the Rasmus Hall, and, and those are, that was my motivation to play play in those places. And I got I got that that, that chance. Wow. What position did you play? I played I pitched in baseball. I pitched. On, on, my record was, uh, I, I don't want to brag, but I, I lost very few. I heard, no, I heard that I you, are, you were such a dynamic baseball player. Very few. Hit a home run to win my own game. I was a hitter too. Wow. Yeah. So I played, in, that was, that was the, the, the highlight of my life right there. Playing in Yankee Stadium and Shea Stadium. Got a chance to play. And it all came through. Evans Field. Right. And then, then the next journey was basketball because you was one on one of the greatest high school teams in New York City history. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think we really got the recognition after. I don't I don't, I don't really think because I, I think all of my players on my team should have been in the Hall of Fame. Mm. That's how good we were. We, our practices were tougher than the game. Our practices were long. So at that time, Bernie Curzon was the head coach. Mm -hmm. Albert Dane was, he had to step down, he had a bad heart. So he stepped down. But he was there at every game. Albert Dane was a great coach also. Wow. Who, who was some of the guys that was on that team? Oh, we had George Thompson. Coke Cannon, Ollie Shannon, uh, Frank Payton, uh, Saul McMillan, mm. Bonnie Schulman, uh, Zygmo, I forgot Zygmo's last name. Zygmo was there. And uh, we, had, we had a great, that was just a great team. Great. We, we could play some of the colleges that we were that good. That's how good we were. What was you guys' record while you was at a round? 22 and 0. That game, that, that in 1965, we won the city championship. We were 22-0. We played against Lou Alcindor. Now, I definitely want to talk about that game yeah. because uh, I posted something uh, last year of that team, that, that, that team that you was on, yeah. right? And I had to go to Larry. He was like, yo, look, your dad right there. He was like, yeah, that, that's the team. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that, that uh, article has been passed around online for some years now. So what year did you guys play against Lou Alcindor? 1965. 1965. Well, 64 going into, I think it was around Christmas time we played. We played. Is it that same undefeated year? Yeah. But it was, it was set up to be a scrimmage. 
Oh. But when we got off the train, we were walking down 10th Avenue on 58th. Uh, uh, Memorial was on 58th and 10th Avenue. 57th and 10th Avenue, something like that. But we get off the train at the circle, and we walking down to the 10th to the Avenue. And we see crowds. I mean, Unbelievable crowd. And, and one of my guys said, why, why is it such a crowd? He said, because they're undefeated and we're undefeated. They had five All-Americans wow. on, on uh, the Power Memorial. Wow. And we gave them a run for their money. How did y'all stop Kareem? Kareem. Or Alou Alcindor at the time. Alou Alcindor. I had two two monsters inside. I had Coke Cannon and George Thompson. Mm. They jumped to the top of the backboard. They didn't care. They didn't care who he was. Played him. Played, they pinned him to the backboard, matter of fact. Really? Pinned him. Yeah, that made him mad. He got mad after that. I hit nine for nine jump shots from behind the key. It wasn't no three. No three, no three pointers no back then. Yes. But yes. I hit nine for nine. Because they pressed two two one, mm -hmm. and what I did, I got past, I got past the first first line, next line, and then I'm looking at our center. But he, I took one bounce, a fake dribble, like I'm going further. He backed up. Backed up. Nine, 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 nine. I hit nine for nine jump shots. Uh, the coach from Calvin Morris said he never seen a high school kid shoot like that. So. You guys, being such a dominant team at that time, were any of you guys highly recruited to all you guys go and play uh, yeah, they all, basketball? I, I, couldn't go, basketball? I couldn't go out of town. I had, I had five or six offers to go. I was going to go to Tulsa. And my mother took ill. So I didn't want to leave my mother from the city, that was just down in Texas. So I didn't want to leave my mother like that and go away. And she was ill, so I stayed here. I went to the, I went to, I went to the borough of Manhattan community college. Dolly King was the coach there. Oh, okay. At the at, uh, borough of Manhattan community college. And you played there? I played there. Then I, I stayed there two years, but then I, I had a family, I started a family. That was the, the end of that career. You know, basketball, baseball. I had to take care of my family. Right. But what you did do, you started working out kids in 92 Park and coaching them and giving back to the neighborhood in that way. And this has been your legacy for yes. almost 50 years now. What, what made you want to go back and start to coach and train kids? Because I was a star. Back in my day, I had my star day. So I always knew I could always, kids always come to me. I gravitate the kids. They, they always come to me and want advice. So I always give them advice, positive advice, to help them along with their life. I give them life skills too, not just the basketball. But when I started my program, I started my program, and my, my goal was for them to go to college, Come out and be productive, young, young individuals. And that's what, that's what God bless. They, they've done that.
Any one of my kids that play for me, I can, I can stop them in the street. I can stop them in a car. They all will tell you the same thing. Tell me the same thing. If it wasn't for me, they wouldn't be in the situation they're in today. And I, I just, I love it. I love it. Listen, you're, you're very big in the basketball community here in New York City, especially here in Brooklyn. Uh, when I'm doing my show, a lot of people bring your name up, always talk about Paco and the amazing uh, career that he has. Let Paco know that the brotherhood and sisterhood of New York City miss him. Yeah. And he's also, he's always welcome to come on a show. I'll meet him at a park, sit down and kick it with him. Uh, because I talk to a lot of people. Yeah. I've been doing this last for a year now, and I have 186 shows. Yes. So every now and again, his name come up. And I have on YouTube, there's a video that says, which New York City star guard gave Kenny Anderson 47? I know you remember that game. And I heard he was hurt. Kenny said, Kenny said that was his coming out party yeah. because Paco was the best guard in the city and the fact that he did well against Paco, he knew that he had a future in being a, a next star player. Yeah. So that, that Kenny, was a big up I knew, to I saw Paco. Kenny playing when he was 11 years old. He stopped me one day. We were in uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. We were playing in CYO. And, and he said, Coach Green, how you doing? I said, I'm good. He said, I want you to coach me. I said, Kenny, come on, you got, you got uh, Mrs. Smith. Mrs. Smith is a good friend of mine. I can't take you to that. that that's something I never have done. I never steal right. someone else's player. I always build my own players. When I go into a tournament, I always have my players. Right. That's who I want to be in the, in the fight with. When we fight in the game, I want my guys. I don't want someone else. Don't send me no players. I'm not going to take them. Yeah, Kenny said he, he needed to come out into Brooklyn because Vincent was saying he needed to go other places to play. Yeah. So maybe he was reaching out to you yeah. because he, he needed to play in Brooklyn to test his skills. To test his skill, yeah. But Kenny was good at 11. Yeah. I saw it at 11. Young man, young man, come here. Yeah. Introduce yourself. My name is Jair. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. My name is Jair. And you play for Coach Green, right? I play for Coach Green. Okay. What does, what does Coach Green mean to you and, and some of the things they've taught you? Taught me, like, to be tough. Because like, in practice, he don't really call fouls because he wants you to get used to it in games. So he wants us to be tough. He wants us to be, to be smart with the ball. Mm -hmm. And I hear you have a 90 average. Yeah, I have a 90 average. What's your favorite subject? I, I don't have a favorite subject. You dominate them all, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you have a great man right here, mentor. Listen to him. Coming up, just for him knowing my name meant something to me. 
Tell me, who are some of the greatest players that you've seen coming up? Oh, my, my toughest player was the boys high, Eldridge Webb. Eldridge Webb went, went up for a jump shot one time, and all I saw was sneakers. I've never heard that name. I've heard a lot of boys high players. I've never heard that name before. Eldridge Webb. I'm going to be honest. He was the baddest thing out there. Vaughn Harper. I heard Vaughn boys Harper. I, boys, I was our, our thorn in the side. Connie Hawkins. But they were, they were our thorn in the side, but we beat them in 65. We beat them three times in, in one year. That's never heard of. No team has ever beat Boys High three times in one season. We beat them three times in one season. So I know, I know, I know the coaches had, had a fit. How good was Jackie Jackson? He was great. He could jump to the top of the back. His name was Jumping Jackie Jackson, yeah, right? Yeah, he could jump to the top. I mean, he was great players. Uh, uh, McMillan, Jim McMillan was a great player. Big hands, Jim McMillan. Big hands, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the guy's name? Dewey Clinton was a, a great high school. It turned out a lot of good players. Listen, Dewey Clinton has the most city championships in New York City and put the most pros in the NBA yeah, they, out of any school. They were great, they were great. And I heard them and Boys High had an advantage because it was an all boys school. Yeah, yeah. Was Erasmus all well, boys? No, but what happened, you, you had zones. You had the, the zones. Boys High had open open zone. They could get players from anywhere. Got you. So that, that was the difference. Uh, Erasmus had a zone, we couldn't take everybody. Mm. Couldn't get every player. Did you play on the same team with Billy Cunningham, or did he No, play Cunningham was before me. He was before you. Cunningham and, and Charlie Donovan was before me. But your team, that year, that 22 old team was the best team. That team was one of the best teams yeah. in New York City. Without a doubt. I, I, I would have put us against anybody. Don't care where we played. We played all. The coach took us all over the play because he knew he had something to play. He played Jersey, Long Island. And, you know, we destroyed every, every team we played. <laughs> You know, we had, there was no defenses against us. We played zone, we popped them outside charts. We had, George Thompson was one of the best jump shooters around. Yeah. Cole Cannon inside, he was only 6'3". Six, six played center. But he matched up against anybody. Those guys were 6'8". He played against them. That's why we were tough. We were tough. Uh, Ollie Shannon could out shoot anybody. You guys are great shooters. I was a great shooter. So you, nine for nine. So when you put a you put a zone on us, what? And man to man, we go to the basket. We, we know how to go to the to the hoop. Like I say, I, I would have loved. I would I would have loved for them to have video there. Right. To show these young kids how to really play basketball. But we were taught the right way to play. Yes. Yes, I can't Back say in the that. day, we were taught the right way to play. And that's where I teach my kids. Uh, the basic fundamentals is, is what you need to carry you through. You got the basic fundamentals, you're going to get through. You're going to you gonna get You're going to make your high school team if you leave me. Any kid that leaves me is going to make his high school team. Mm. Without a doubt. Because he'll have everything he needs. And the high school coach will see it. Mm. 
When did you know uh, Paco was going to be special? You know, I know you, he's going to be special anyway because he's your son. But we talking about strictly basketball here, Coach. Okay, basketball, when he was at the age of uh, 13, at the age of 13, he, he tried out for the, I forgot what, which exact tournament it was, but it was a, a, a group of people that tried out, and they cut him. They cut him. But what happened was that the coach at that time was from Queens, and he picked the whole Queens team. So when I came home from work, I said, what happened? He said, Dad, I got cut. I took him out to dinner. We talked about it. And I said, that's the politics of the game. Now you know the politics now. Now you know what to do. When you, when you run up against those guys, you know what to do. And that's what he did. When he got to high school, he met all those guys. And each one of them, he destroyed them. Mm -hmm. oh, that you can see it. You can see it. He was very gritty, very tough, and when didn't he, back down for anyone. When he played against uh, Bishop Lachlan one night, at that time, Pat Quigley was the head coach. Did they have James Majors then? No, no. James Majors was before that. But Pat Quigley was the head coach. Yes. Pat Quigley during the summer was Paco's coach in Five Star. Didn't pick him for the All-Star team. So you know the fire he had when he saw Bishop Lachlan. Scored 42. That set the school record. 42. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that was a game. And I was at that game, happened to be at that game too. And uh, there's very few games I miss of my son playing. Because I know the support, that's, support is a uh, part of the game. You gotta, you gotta support your child. And that, that, that's what I did. I, used to, I burned up, when he went to Providence College, I burned up uh, I-95. <laughs> I burned that up. Good time, final yeah. four days. Burned it up. Could never, you could have never told me they were gonna make the final four that year. I, I, I couldn't believe it when I saw the team. When they wow. made the final four, that was a blessing. Complete blessing. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, listen, what, his teammate, cause he played with Billy Donovan, correct? Yeah. Billy Donovan is one of the most mentioned people on my show. Really? Amazing. You have yeah. no idea how many people come on the show yeah. and talk about how good Billy Donovan was. Billy Donovan was a great player. Great, great person. His father was a great person. Also. Good people. I mean, that's what I always told my son, to surround yourself with good people. Positive people. And, and that way you, you go further. In life, you're going to go further. If you're around positive people, that's it. You stay away from the negative. Say with people that are positive. That's like right. you, you you a positive guy. Yeah. That's why I knew your name. <laughs> That's right. And, and your and your other son has been my best friend okay. since college. So <laughs> you know we we went to Philly yeah. Dixon together. But when we, I when I see you since. when I see you, yeah, I light up because you 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 a real player. You don't know, you don't know guy, and you, and you a gentleman all the time. Every time I saw you. you, play the game hard. You understood the game. You go far with that. Yeah, Bobby Hostein told us that, you know, 
uh, that, that was the only way we knew. That's you right. Know? <laughs> we had a great coach there. Yeah. Bobby Hostel was very nice guy. Yeah, very yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Well, Coach, um, last thing before we leave. Okay. All right? Two more. Lloyd Daniels. When was the youngest you've seen Lloyd Daniels play? Uh, when he was 13. Him and Paco played together. Now, I, I was speaking to Coach Rob Holford, and Coach Rob Holford from Queens, right. he said, I seen Lloyd play at 12 years old killing grown men. Could have been. I seen him when he played in uh, Citywide with uh, Riverside and, the, and Riverside and uh, the Gauchos. He played with the Gauchos at that time. But he, him and Papa broke up when, when uh, the Gauchos thought Paco was disloyal because he went on a trip with uh, Riverside. Yes. But he went on river, a trip with Riverside because his father and mother gave him permission to go. That's right. And that's my child. So it, it wasn't nothing. Lou Dalmeda, he just sat there when the coach said, well, he's disloyal. I shook my head. I said, you're not disloyal. I told my son, I said, you're not disloyal. Your father and mother gave you permission. You weren't doing anything at that time. And, and uh, the coach called up and asked, could you go? And I, I said, yes. If his mother gives him permission, he can go. All the schoolwork was up to par. And he was out of school. And it was a, you know, it was a big vacation time, so he went on the trip. It wasn't a big deal to me. And at that time, Lloyd was, his skill Lloyd set was far superior to everybody else yeah, at yeah. that time? I seen them at uh, Long Island. Uh, All-Star game, and Paco and uh, Lloyd put on the show. Mm. They destroyed the team. Destroyed them. Two men, they never seen two guys destroy them like that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. What, what do you think about your thoughts on AAU? And is it helping or hurting our kids? No, I don't like, I don't like, I, I never joined AAU. I always wanted to play my guys against AAU. Because it's good competition. Some of the games are good competition. But some of the games, the age group is, that age uh, barrier is too, too bad. It's too much, it's too much leniency with older guys. They get to, they get to uh, reclass back and be older. Yeah. The kids they playing against. Yeah, they playing against reclass players, and they're older. I don't like. I don't like that. If you're if you're 12, you should be playing with 12. Right. If you're 13, you should be playing with 13. That's the way I feel. Solid. Yeah. All right, coach. Top five players in New York City history. Oh, now you put me on the spot. But New York. Yes. New York always had the best players. Top 100. They always had at least 40, 40 top players. So I would say Lou Alcindor, George Thompson, Cole Cannon. Uh, I don't want to say myself, but I picked two of my guys, uh, Jimmy McMillan, and uh, I pick a guy from the Bronx, uh, uh, Mike, Mike Swiser. Nice, nice. I appreciate you, Coach. That's my type five. Thank you for everything you do. Oh, for come the on, man. man. Without a doubt, you you the top guy, man. <laughs>
And that's a beautiful thing you're doing. Yes, definitely. And what I'll do is.